then stay excited. We're hitting this, recording. Listen, listen, this is your real house, man. Like this uh, is we we are never gonna run out of things to talk about because <laughs> Don't jinx us. What are you talking about? Don't no, just don't, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Because here's the deal. Uh-huh. I never thought I would find tennis this interesting. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like 20 years. I'm like, that's so funny. Okay, so a guy who's been, <laughs> been teaching tennis for 20 years and played it since he was a kid is like, gee, I know <laughs> tennis do that. That sounds like the one of the crazier things I've heard in 2021. What I just, I, I'm what just I'm trying to say, there's a huge difference between yeah. teaching something and playing the game right as a game. So, how much information? In this stupid rectangle with a net and a ball and a, and a battle axe. Well, because it's right? more that. But what we've discovered, I think, with tennis rockers, we together have discovered, is that it's far more than that. I mean, if you just look at tennis as that, then yeah, that's all you're going to get out of it. I mean, it's kind of like life, I guess. I don't know. Do you think that's but, the pros that are phoning it in? Well, that they're not, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm, Why? Well, I... I yeah, and, and look, I think that there's, and, and this was not what we're going to talk about. We are going to nutrition. But but uh, but I, I, I think that there's a curve like there is in any job. There's a curve. The, the curve is that you, if you played tennis for a long time, regardless of what you ended up doing, and then all of a sudden you got a job, you're out of college, and now you got a job, you're, you're kind of excited at the possibilities because you're like, oh, you know, this is great. I'm going to. I'm going to do what I still like to do, but I'm going to do it here and I'm going to get paid for it full time. That's, that's not bad. I mean, heck, if I were to take a job working somewhere else, I, I'd be getting paid about the same amount of money and maybe there's a pension involved and whatever. Or, you know, I, if, if I were to take a job somewhere else, I'd be sitting at a desk all day and I don't have to do that. Right. So I think there's that whole thing. And then I think when the rubber meets the road, you start teaching people and you interact with people, just like when you take a regular job and you walk along the halls and the cubicles and you start interacting with people, you know, and you're the new guy who's like, Hey, how you doing? New guy here. And everybody's like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> and you're like, you're like, Hey, so do you find that interesting? How about this? Uh, no, no, how about this new, new, no. new thing or whatever? And, uh, can I ask you a question about, uh, about how you handle this type of situation? And they're like, dude, did you take training? <laughs> did you <t> dude, <laughs> why don't you go ask, why don't you go ask JP? He's the boss. Okay. I gotta go. I got stuff to do. Right. So there's this curve that people experience and then they keep going on the curve. Right. I'm laughing because that's like every new coach is coming in. They're like, yeah, I just played college tent, man. I'm going to change how this, I'm going to take the most uncoordinated person, my group of adults. I'm going to teach them how to split step and I'm going to teach them how to move and, you know, drop folly. And then the real world hits. And, and then like two months later, it's, Oh my God, everyone's horrible. I can't, what's going on? And you're like, you're an athlete that's been playing elite tennis since you were four. Are you insane? Right. It's like the reality hits. And not just that, but also you're, but that's also a, a fault of the club. I'm going to keep putting it back to them because they I should be, figured you were. they should be br bracing these people for this and they should say, Listen, this these are the people that you're going to deal with. This is the type of situation you're walking into. It doesn't mean you can't give your all. It doesn't mean that you can't, 
you shouldn't have that level of energy and vitality and interest, but you are going to deal with this situation. You're going to deal with some apathy. You're going to deal with people who are not interested in tennis. I mean, I saw it the other day. There was a couple of uh, 13-year-olds or 14-year-olds that came out of the court next to us in practice. And I'm always curious. I, I always look over and watch what's going on. And um, they just, they're decent players. <clears throat> and my kids are like, I see things from a different perspective. Obviously, I'm a lot older than my kids. But I, you know, I said, listen, they have no discipline in their practice. They went over there, you know, by now at their age, 13, they should have discipline in their practice. Like, okay, here's what we're going to do. It's two friends. Clearly they're on the court, but they were just like, you know, they got the ball. They went out in the court. They did the typical start rallying because it's uncomfortable to serve and return to one another. And they start at first they did the warm up, which is fine. Then they started rallying. Then they took a break. And then they kind of just walked around and then they kind of started, you know, doing the pancake flip thing with the ball and the racket. And then they kind of just kind of walked around. Then they disappeared again. Right. And then they, you know, and, and the thing is it's, it's hard. And, and then I think they tried to, they were recalling some of the things maybe they went through with their coach. So then they went to another like exercise where, I don't know, it was a different type of rallying, but it wasn't anything big. And then, it, it was like clockwork at the end with 10 minutes left in their session. What do they do? They go to the serve. <laughs> now they're not serving or returning to each other, but they're each on the line serving at one another, which is not serve and return the game of tennis. That's target practice. And that's okay. You can do that and you should do that, but they probably should have done that earlier. But the point is they didn't really have that discipline and you're going to face that as a coach and you as a coach. I mean, you look at those kids have probably been taking lessons for a long time. That's you know. a good, that's a really good point though. Even as as an old coach or a new coach that's getting people that maybe haven't been coached with some sort of structure to the game. I mean, it's amazing to me that people watch tennis or they watch sports and then they don't know where to stand on the court as if they're on another planet. Right. There's a huge disconnect. I think that's because the coach has been thinking for them. And they've allowed the coach to think for them. That's the space we've talked about in yeah. another episode where right. we give them the quick answer so they can just go there and do it. But they're right. not really suffering enough, finagling enough, the fun and the struggle where they have to actually make that groove in their brain that says, oh, stand here. When somebody, even to this day, when I see somebody walk to the center mark to serve in doubles as if they're confused. Right. Oh, I forgot again. And this is a player oh, who's been playing for... Like 50 years old. I just saw it last night. I was hitting with a friend of mine. And I look over and like, these four guys are playing. I've known them. They're in their late 50s. And one guy's walking to the center mark like every single time. <laughs> and then he's like catching himself like, oh, why am I doing over here? You've been playing with the same doubles group for 10 years. <laughs> you serve, like This is pretty much standard fare. Right. Why are you mm. going there? What's going on? Plus you've had lessons. You know, oh yeah, whatever, right? But you watch tennis. I don't know what that is, and I get we all have that brain fart. I, I think moment that where is, we forget things. But that I seems... think that that you, you know, you and I, when we were first talking about doing a podcast, I think it's very similar to the analogy to the level one person. You know, and I don't want to get too into it, but to different people who have they approach things at different levels of interest. And so this is just, your depth of interest. This is your depth of interest. You're a level one. You're like there, you do it. You know, you're, you're doing, we talked about this before when you have friends who are uh, in your group 
and this is what the group does and you show up because you don't want to be without your friends and you have a good time. And that's actually a good thing for tennis because it keeps, it keeps people in the game, but maybe it's not now that I think about it. Maybe it's not, maybe it's doing a disservice to the game. Maybe those people are watering down, diluting the game. I don't know. Well, well, a level one interest, a person with a level one interest in tennis surrounded by people that have a level, a level three, four, five. Right. Has a danger of if the three, four, fives can't suck it up long enough for the level one to change. Right. And they get annoyed. Right. So that's what happened with my three girls, with the super athletic girl and the two thespians. Right. The two thespians, <clears throat> she was very, she's altered her game because she was happy to be with her friends. Right. But then they started going and practicing, the other two. And then they got better. And now all three. But the danger is. But, but the, the good one could have said, I'm out of here. I know you're my friends. We'll do something else. And left. The, uh, then the other two, because of their level of play, might have gotten frustrated and been like, oh, we're not very good at this. Let's go back to our acting. And then quit. And that would have been it. We would have lost three Or people. there's a third option. The third option, or maybe it's the second. The third option would have been. I quit. <laughs> yeah. well, like, okay, so that's this. a fourth option. There, there you go. Which, which <laughs> my fourth option, and I I'm think this is the more dangerous option, the more um, problematic issue that we see a lot. Yeah. You see the people who are the level ones drag down the level three, four, five. So in other words, the level three, four, five is they've got the ones have emotional control of the relationship and they're oh, right. So the ones, the ones have emotional control. Of the get, relationship. Hit, get hit for me. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's they, what that is. Yeah. They have emotional control of the relationship and the three, four, five, um, doesn't plain and simple. They don't have control of it. And so what that means is that the, uh, three, four, five shows up because they want to be there. They, they really want to be there with their friends, just a, maybe a tad bit or a lot bit more than their friends want to be there, but their friends want to be there enough at tennis for some reason. I don't know what it is, even though they're a level one and their level of interest is not that great. Maybe it's because that time, you know, the parents say, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll just drop you off at the tennis club. And they're like, solid, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I won't drop you off. I'm not going to drop you off at uh, Starbucks because you're going to ring up a $50 bill, but I'll drop you off at the tennis club because it's paid for and whatever, you know, I, th and I also think as a parent, well, that's a good use of your time better than going to this other option. Right? So the parent drops them off and says, there you go. You're there. And they're like solid. So the level ones are like, so I don't know. What do you think? And they're checking their phone. They're doing the whole thing. And the level three, four, five shows up, but they have control over the relationship. Level ones try to sabotage the lesson or the class either through, I'm going to say this a different way, I'm, but they are trying to control the class. One, they don't have the depth of interest or they're frustrated and embarrassed 
that they can't do it to the same level that the three, four, fives are, ironically, because their depth of interest isn't there, <laughs> right? So it's a self-propagating issue. But I just had a girl that did that with a four class, four person class. And I decided that, th thanks to you, we, we're serving. Every time they walk in now, we are, we're on the sock. We're on the sock and we're gonna serve. We're gonna serve cross court. We're, uh, the level one comes in. She's like, oh, we're doing this again. And I said, yeah, this is part of the game. This is how we play. Uh, and I've tar I mean, it's not like. Yeah, this I'm is just, not new. No, but it's not like I'm not making it fun either. We're throwing right. tomahawk socks across at targets, trying to whip them. It's stupid fun, right? But there's an embarrassment level. And so to self-consciousness level, and that leads to what they perceive as embarrassment. So what's happened though, also, she has been built up to be the sporty one of the four. Which one? The level one? one level one because uh -huh. of other sports. She's uh -huh. oversported uh, in another sport. Right. So it's not translating. And she's now super self-conscious. She's the worst one. Because everybody, <laughs> because now she's seen as human not superhuman. And this is why it's bad to build your kids up and saying, oh, you're you're like the best one. You're so good. Right. Because the minute they're bad, it is a giant chink in the arm. Well, that's, what, that's what they talk about, the difference between growth mindset and fixed mindset, is that the, the fixed, the fixer basically is capable of doing things really well, really quickly. And all of a sudden, when they're faced with a task where they fail, or they struggle a ton, they basically just walk away. Whereas if you develop the growth mindset, the growth mindset says, well, this is difficult, but I'll get through it. But as coaches or parents, this is where we have to make them sit in it long enough to experience that un being that uncomfortable with it. Because if you quickly take them out of it, you keep putting on the flight mentality. Right. To run away when this feels bad. But can I just say that I think we've built up this emotional cloak, this emotional cloak of invincibility. So this emotional cloak of invincibility with these people that are, you know, somewhat of the fixed mindsetters, whether it's easy for them, they have this emotional cloak over them, like, wow, I can do anything. And then they walk in and they're given a sock with some balls. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems really stupid and easy. Because first of all, it, and it's easy to criticize because it's like, that's not what the official object that we use in this game. <laughs> the official object we use in this game, Patrick, like they're going to scold you, the guy who's been teaching for 20 years. Like, this is stupid, man. why are we using a sock, Patrick? Don't we use a tennis racket? <laughs> has, my favorite line is, has this thing been washed? No, and neither has he 300 balls that have been in the cart that we've been using for four months that everyone sneezed on and put their Kobe's all over. No, it's not been washed. Right. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. So the level one, that's a great point you just made. The level one, two weeks ago, was Hammond and Hahn. Now, this is the person, I just want to be clear, this is the level one, so they have low interest, or they see this as low interest, but they are also, but you're saying that they're highly skilled or not highly skilled but they're very good at other sports they were made up to be this super athlete right because they've just done a lot of something right two weeks ago 
she was unable to get the sock to go over the net or hit the target. Sure. The other three friends like, and with every one where one girl's like, I did it. Then the next girl goes, I did it. She just is like, you could see, you could just feel the energy. It was like Voldemort. You could just feel the ener negative energy coming to the room, yeah. the, the power surge and the lights. Right. This is stupid. What, what are we going to do? Is this all we're going to do? Yes. Can uh, I just say, we had this same situation yesterday on the court when we hit the colored cones and we, I, and, and because of. You love the colored cones. I do. Because of an honesty <laughs> issue. I'm calling. There's an honesty issue. <laughs> you know what's so great about you, though? The way you don't say, Bomber, you're cheating. You're like, guys, we have an honesty issue here I'd like to talk about. I, uh, well, go, go, I'm not that. You paint me as I'm super politically correct, but no, go ahead. I, 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 no, I. I, I basically, you know, I, I, you know, I put two kids on, on the baseline and I, I'm, I'm doing a live feed to them, not a hand feed, but a live feed. And then they're to hit the colored cones. And so I'm calling the score left to right. And I'm like, zero one. <laughs> then I go zero two, <laughs> zero three. And my one is super competitive. Like he would, he's going to have to work through that. <laughs> I mean, I love the competitive. I think that that could compel him, co propel him, I should say, into incredible stuff. But he is getting flamingly mad with every score that goes up. And, I'm, I'm just and he comes as you say, like, zero one, zero two. I get to see Cannibal, like, he's, he's, <laughs> it gets to the point where he is hitting home runs over the back tarp. And I'm like, dude. Stop. I'm like, do I really, am I really going to keep hitting to you if you're going to hit home runs over the back tarp? Like, is that really, do you know what I mean? And then, and then he's like, so, so the point is that um, I'm, I'm seeing this in this aggression. And so then he's hijacking and he's, he's doing exactly what you're talking about. Right. And he's definitely psyching up. <laughs> so we have this conversation where I pull him, I pull them both aside and I said, listen, there's an honesty issue here. This is why I'm counting. And, and, and I said, turned to my other son and I said, do you, do you think that that's reasonable for me to do? And he said, yeah. And he said, cause we're not being honest about it. And I said, yeah, well, so then we're doing it. And my other son says this to me. So he says to me, I just feel like it's huge competition. I just, I just, you know, can you, can you do it some other way? Can you, you know? And I said, what? Like you want me to count in a foreign language? And he says to me, yeah. And so I go, oh, great. So now I'm supposed to, so I'm on the side, I'm somewhat fluent in Spanish. Cello so, uh, cinco. <laughs> so I'm literally. Wait, wait, hold on. It hurts less in Spanish than it does in English. <laughs> so that, so, it, so I'm on the line and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, cero y cinco. And he's like, he's like, am I a 10? And I'm like, well, you've had Spanish in school. And he's like, and I can't, so the point, is, and then he says, well, change it to French. So I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like, I just, it got to be, so I finally, so we got through the exercise and I pulled him aside and I said, listen, I, I can't work. I can't work this way. You know, I mean, this is, so I'm not going to count yours. I'm just going to count his. And then <laughs> I could go, you got upset again over that. Oh, well, crap. no, no. Then he buckled oh, because he, oh, okay. he realized okay. 
he had pushed it too far, right? He realized, and I think it's in some ways could be analogous to what your tomahawk sock throwing level one person. I'll tell you why it's analogous and you are correct. There was pressure from you and Bomber about the honesty thing. So there was, it was a two to one. Right. In, which is, so the other three, I think were as apathetic to the tomahawk sock throwing contest until they started doing it and they could realize the, the depth of interest of the technique and how to pronate and bring your elbow forward in order to make it work without hitting yourself with the sock ball lights went off and they were like, oh, got it. And because their depth of interest and, and their excitement in the task, it, it alienated the level one and she either had to rise up and join them with her depth of interest and be pulled along with the pack or she was going to quit. But because they're such good friends and the other three got it, she was pulled along and we did it again yesterday. She came in, but the moaning and groaning was limited to five minutes. She was because the other three were getting it. And I think that's really difficult when you're coaching either, either as a parent coach or as a real coach or as a mentor. If you have a group of people and you're outnumbered, the person with the depth of interest is one and the rest of the class is three to five, that person's drowning. They're drowning. They're just not enjoyable unless they are, they're less ego-driven, right? That they're really able to just say, you know, I'm just here to spend some well, time. I think there's another way to handle. I think there's a, this could be my pie in the sky, so you can shoot me down if you want no, to. Go. But I, I think wanna... as a coach, you could recognize that right away and say, listen, I've heard that you're really good at bowling or whatever. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. Running. I've heard you're really good. And she goes, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I don't really want to say anything, but you go, you know, <clears throat> this is going to be different. And um, you remember when you first started doing bowling or whatever, you threw gutter balls, whatever it is. I don't know what the sport is. Curling. <laughs> And you, and the you little, the best and the little cube, and the little cube thing goes off to the side, and you got to get a sandwich because it's so stressful. Anyway, just kidding. I love curling. So you, you, I love the Olympics and watching those people and how serious they take it because it was just so great. You know what I mean? They got their comfortable shoes. I'm sorry, wait, curling shoes, and then they got this whole thing, the brush thing. And boy, there's some people in Minnesota. They're gonna light me on fire for this. So anyway. The point I'm just trying to make is that um, by having, by broaching that, so acknowledging that that person's um, greatness or whatever you want to say. But oh, so saying, va validate them first. Validate them first and say, hey, look, I know you're really good at running or uh, I don't know what she was. Do you know what she was good at? What she was? I'll, I'll give you a guess. Gets with texting. <laughs> <laughs> texting. Oh, just kidding. Sorry. So sorry. <laughs> That's not a sport. Well, maybe around here in the suburbs it is. I don't know why it's not. I'm sure at I'm some point sure it will become it will. a varsity sport. Yeah, because it's easier. You can show up anyway. So the sport she plays begins with s and ends with ocker. 
<laughs> oh right okay so she's really good at soccer so that's really good just, just so you know everyone's really good at soccer i, I don't know if i am but that, that's uh, like someone saying that kid's a gamer because they play a lot of video games right so anyway so acknowledging i don't want to lose that point so i think to help coaches out there and to help people or even people acknowledge to yourself when you come onto the court like listen i know i'm really good at this you know and, and this, this one thing but this other thing because it's so different does it, it's not a ch- it's not a chink in my armor about being athletic it's it's sh- showing my brain that i've not done this enough right i need to do more of this kind of movement and i think then the group can also chime in and be supportive to to lower the ego temperature so that the group can chime in and say hey mary you know i know you're great at soccer and you really are this is different though and you know we could really use your help here we could really use your help. You know, it's like, uh, we were watching the, I played for my kids, the, uh, JPL jet propulsion laboratory, NASA, um, press conference that they had about the perseverance Rover landing on Mars. And they kept saying over and over like, well, I'd like, and they were sincere. I want to thank John. I want to thank George for all of his hard work on this and this and this. And they really relayed the team. And I turned to my other son and I go, you notice that they don't say, yeah, whatever about those people, but I'm number one. And I'm just going to tell you that my part of the Rover was awesome. <laughs> right. I was like, and he's like, he's like, Oh God, oh, dad, but you deliver that only as a dad can. So anyway, the point, the point is, and I also want to, I don't want to forget this. So this woman, her name is, and you're going to say, I know who she is, but you're going to be wrong. Well, before you play that though, can, can no, I? No, I'm not going to play anything. I just want to show you oh, this okay. picture and this is about numbers. Okay. So this woman, her name is, okay. her name is Ann Bancroft. Do you know her? The, the actress? Oh no, you don't. That's, I'm just kidding. No, yes, she that is the same name as an actress, but she happens to be the first, one of the first female Pollock, Pollock, Arctic explorers, okay? okay? And she is, the first trip that she went to the Arctic, she went with three other females. And she said, I can't do that again. Because it was four. And she said it would have been, so from now on she goes with two others because then it's kind of like a two to one situation. This goes right back to what you're saying about Bomber and myself against Cannibal when we're on the court because you have an odd number. Someone, someone's got to acquiesce. Someone's got to acquiesce. Even numbers don't work. Oh, oh, we're going to go in So anyway, I just think that that. So all classes need odd numbers, not even numbers. Yeah. Maybe, I'm, but that's an interesting point. Oh, my brain is, ex- you just rock yeah, my brain. <laughs> maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they do. Do you get what? So if I had yeah. an even split, which so, is hard. Cause if you have trying to right. teach doubles, but hold, on, but hold on with these, this group now level, yeah. level, the levelers level ones. And my three girls that are three, four, five, if it was an even split two two, I would only be teaching half the class because the level ones would be out. They would be basically encouraging one another not to learn. They'd be partners in crime. Mm. So they're right. wasting their time and their parents' money and all of that. But because I have a three to one in level of interest that the other one now will either quit or pull up. Right. Isn't that interesting? No, that's a really good point. But there. hopefully not dragged down. That's the real problem. 
as a coach and as a parent too. And I think that's what people people worry about all the time. And, I, and I'm not I don't you know I'm not trying to give credence to this no, because I know ahead. we've I know we've talked about you know you're you're like listen everybody should play with everybody at every level it's just a, you're just playing a game you're just going to play a game but i think at some level people are they don't know how to voice this but i think they are concerned about that every level though let me clarify concerned about dragging down you know no yeah. i get that and i'm not disagreeing with you it exists is my only point yes but there's a different difference between i'm a low level player and with a high level of interest versus low level player because I have a low level of interest. Right. Very different. I have no problem when I see somebody at any level that is highly motivated and they're a level five, like I'm all in and I realize, you know, they're not that coordinated. They're, they're, their body's a little weird in the way they move, but they're all in. You can see they're out there. They're really trying. Well, they're, because so, you, so know, you know that that's half the battle. That if you've got that on your side, you're going to be able to do some things with this person and really get them where they would like to go. Exactly, which is why I want to call out really elite players and really solid players. When you see somebody like that, just take 15 minutes and say, hey, do you want to hit? For sure. Just lower put your self-esteem aside put your ego the i me mine away yeah and just say listen i'm so glad you're coming to the sport of tennis welcome to the family i know i could smoke you right now but i'm going to hit with you for 15 minutes and just do your thing you don't have to apologize and just with any age i don't care how old but they said, are isn't that so funny what you just said i think that's so funny that little sort of egotistical oh, yeah. thought that, that these guys have. Let's acknowledge I that. I have it too, though. No, no, no. I know, but let's do. acknowledge that. Let's igno- I don't actually have that thought, but I'm not in your shoes, and I'm not, a, I'm not a pro who teaches all these people every week, right? But I don't have that thought. You know, I'm actually on the other side where I'm hoping my kids will smoke me someday. And I know that day's coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and But I think that's interesting. I know I could smoke you right now. Why... And, and I'm not, this is not on you. I just, it's, I know why that thought happens. I know how it happens, but is it necessary to happen? You know what I mean? The, this, this whole, like, you know, welcome. I, I know I could smoke you right now. Well, and, I think you there's know, a, I think, Oh, you're such a loser, but you know, no, what? I'm, no, 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 they're not saying I'm not that. saying you're saying that I'm not, I'm I know saying, you're not, but I'm not saying that that's, they're not <clears> saying you're a loser. There's a thing of my game is so good. I'm not going to hit with you because I don't want it to rub off on me or that if somebody sees me hitting with you, they're going to think that I'm a lesser player and I want everybody to know right. that I'm an elite player. Right. And can I just say, this is this is also, again, a training thing. So, for instance, yesterday when we were going through the meltdown, the cone meltdown on the numbers thing, I the boys who were playing next to us were 12, 13 years old, right? And my kid... My kids are somewhat in some ways looking up to them. Not really, but they're kind of, they're, they're there. And I walk over to my one son who was having the meltdown and I said, you know, this was your chance. This is, put in it, it's cannibal. Well, it's fine. Cannibal. I it's walk cannibal. over to cannibal and I say, this was your chance. And he looks at me and he's like, what do you mean? And I said, you just had a chance to model, you know, how a professional is on the court in front of these kids and you blew it. 
yeah, great, you can hit the serve really hard and we can have an exchange that these kids are drooling over, but it doesn't really matter if you blew it by. And I think at some level, and this can go back to what we love, but or not love what, but what we kind of. Stop a second. You're switching gears too quickly. That is a huge moment that you did that. That's right. right. You, you just took it out of the task and put it on what tennis looks like. Not the game of tennis. Right. But the sport of tennis. Right. When we've talked about this is tennis, about having some sort of demeanor that's really pushed on people at the club level, on young people, older people, that you say, this is the way we act here. This is what we do. This is how we tennis. And the fact that you call that out now at their age is a big deal because it says a lot about how you care about the sport. You know, I have a coach that always talks about the relaxed position. He's, he's so, he's adamant about you take your fingertips and you, after every point, you, you or when you're listening in class, you take your racket, put it in your opposite hand that you, you're not, uh, then your dominant hand and you just angle the racket back. And he's very particular about it. Angle the racket back, relax your fingers and put it right there. Right. And it goes there every single time when you walk away after every point in class, when you're listening, this is where it goes. And that she will send a signal to you that to calm your body down and it's paying attention time. This is your paying attention thing. What you did was you pointed out to him, to Cannibal, listen, people are paying attention to you all the time, which means you need to pay attention on how you handle yourself. And people notice this thing. I'm going to tell you something super, super quick, sidebar, because that was a big moment. <clears throat> Do you remember I mentioned I met that younger guy that's in his late 20s that was going to the combine yeah. from a professional kicker? Yeah. And he said that NFL coaches are walking around with clipboards and they are and his manager told him his agent they watch everything yeah when you're waiting for your turn you get three <clears throat> kicks as a kicker right but they're not just watching your kicks you right. have so if you make your kicks yeah boom boom boom, boom all three but you're goofing around on the sideline right if you're acting a certain way uh, they won't take you they're looking at so many well, little it's like it's like college coaches who watch for you know these schools who are recruiting they watch they'll go to if they do go to a tournament it's hard to go if they do but if they do they'll they're they're not as interested they want to see does the parent carry the bag Damn. they want to see they're looking for things they want to see they they want to see cuz they want what they're really trying to do is figure out what if this is going to be a problem for them because the thing is that what you get told and sold on a resume or a video is a carefully scripted moment but they want to see the other side. They want to see, is this a true blue or is this a person I'm going to have as a problem? So if pro coaches are looking for these things, the fact that on your nine, 10 year old kid, that you're pointing this out now, that how you handle yourself and how we tennis. Hopefully it sticks. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, but it's going to stick because you're going to keep doing it. Oh. And you also took it out of performance. Right. You, you put it on just because you, you now we're back to my, my girl again, my level one. Everything's been about performance. Right. Well, if you perform better, you're better than everybody else. This is your thing. And the minute you don't perform well, you act like a hot mess. It's kind of like the uh, the beautiful the beautiful girl or the handsome guy 
who's by they're just the genetics they drew that tell me about right? it it's 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 a really tough life it's <laughs> i'm sure for me. It's been i'm sure i don't know how you it's, get the paparazzi following it, everywhere but anyway <laughs> they but they but the problem is is that they their personality has never been worked on because they haven't needed to they've been a natural at it their whole life and they haven't needed to work at it and so they don't have that they don't have a good personality and and people just put up with them because people are naturally attracted to them because they're beautiful or handsome and people have relationships with them and then they get in and they realize, wow, <laughs> this is a problem. There's not a lot of this depth is, of interest. <laughs> it's, there's not a lot of depth of interest. There's, they have not worked on their personality because they haven't had to. They haven't had to. They're beautiful. They're handsome. People gravitate toward them. They're like magnets and they're just, they don't have to work at it. It's just effortless for them. And because of that, they haven't had to cultivate how to be social or how to be, how to be funny, how to be uh, humble, how to, you know, be gracious, how to be thoughtful. Like, they haven't had to cul- do you, do you cultivate think any of that. You just, I think you just quoted Marilyn Manson, the beautiful people. It's a great song, actually. Um, do you, oh, I just ummed. Ugh. Do you think that when you are like that, you drew that card, the handsome, beautiful card. Right. That Just like the athletic card. That because there's other things you haven't had to work on, right. makes you kind of an internal hot mess sometimes when those situations arise. Well, it just, it's just, I don't know if it's a hot mess. I just think it sends a confusing signal to you. It, you reject it out of hand because you immediately, because things have come so easy to you, you know, whether you're beautiful or handsome or you're... We don't believe in talent. We believe in hard work. But what I'm, but but there are some people that biomechanically can pick up something a little bit quicker. They're a little bit quicker. You know what I mean? Like when people will see my one son, they're like, "Oh, he's boy, ooh," you know. And then they see my other son, and they don't say anything. And I know what they're thinking, and that's fine. I don't really care. But the reality is, is that we pick up and learn at different paces and different speeds, and. The problem is for my one son, for as much as he's going to be, he's going to pick it up quicker. He's got to learn. He's slower on the emotional uptake, you know, because he hasn't had to struggle like that, you know, and I think that that's one of the biggest issues that people, that people in this vein struggle with. They struggle with that. It's now coming hard to them. Like, oh, this oh is so coming. if it's never had to be difficult right. for a long period of time, right? It feels really antithetical to who they are, and they reject it out of hand because everything's supposed to come easy. Yeah, which is because why, that's the yeah. operating paradigm that they have formulated. Because when something like that happens in your life, where something comes easy, then you start to—it's sort of like wishful thinking. You sort of start propagating that in your mental and emotional body, where you're like, "Well, then everything will come easy," and it's like, "Well, actually." <laughs> No, it's not going to come easy and it's going to be frustrating. And I don't know if you're going to be able to handle it, you know? So what I'm getting out of this and with Anne Bancroft also, that if you have somebody coming in that has that kind of mindset of they're actually not a level one, their, their depth of interest is hijacked by their inability to do something because it didn't come easier to them like other things. Right. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a level one. Yeah, they could be a three, four or five. They're just, they're hijacking their own, oh, hidden barrier again. We have another hidden barrier. Right. 
that the minute it doesn't come, because other things have come easy to you, now this one thing that's difficult, it's shutting you down and you want to run away. Right. Now, but if you have a, a bunch of people like that in a class and they're even numbers, you will lose. Right. Because you can't but, do- but, but there is a solution to this. Okay, what is it? We already talked about the it, which is to have that. a preemptive conversation with these people, to know their background a little bit, get to know them, and then broach the subject with them. Hey, listen, I know you're really good at soccer. What makes you so good at soccer? Well, I'm really good with my feet. You know, I'm really able to turn on the ball or turn really quickly or whatever. Well, you know, this is different. And they're like, what do you mean? So you just right away, this is different. What do you mean? And then have the group support it. Well, you know, tennis movement is different. You know, there's a lot of lateral movement as opposed to straightforward. You know, there's a lot of this whole thing. And your hip rotation, your trunk rotation, everything is a little, it's going to be a little different. You're going to have to move in a, a, a more purposeful manner. You know, you can't just kind of jog it <laughs> or whatever. It's a very purposeful manner to set yourself up to hit that. And so because of that, you're going to, it's not going to come like one, two, three to you. You're not going to be able to, or you're not going to be able to operate at the same level of expertise, whatever you want to say, that you can at soccer. You just invertly said something. Group support. Get the group right. to support it. Right. That's without me saying, hey, I need group support. What do you guys think? No. Usually that's through. Right. They're laughing, saying this is great. So when the majority of a camp or a class with younger people is smiling and laughing and saying this is interesting, oh, that's so cool, the person that's giving the, the group support that the person that, let's just say the level one, is now being pulled along because they're outnumbered. Right. Yeah. And but that's it, when the group that's when the group mentality kicks in for the good. Right. But if you don't have them. but if you don't have that and you have a division in your class right. where you can't get the larger number, that's really difficult. But it's to, doable. My point is is it's Yeah, yeah, doable. no, it it's is totally doable. doable. I'm just I'm <clears throat> trying I'm reflecting now on how I run my classes. And I do say with my adults when they're new, is this what you're looking for? This is what I do. And if I just, uh, my adult But that, even classes, that's a hard conversation to have. Like, is this what you're looking for if they're new? <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't, you know. Well, no, I don't mean brand new to tennis. What I'm saying is oh, I'm a right. new coach for them right, in, right. in an adult intermediate class or whatever I'm coaching. They've been playing tennis for a few years. Right. This was, I think, is the next level for you. Is this, you're going to be moving a lot right. in my class. Right. Do you like to move? I do not. I just say, if you don't like to move, you've really, tennis is not really the, the you know. No, I but mean, you know what I get though? Uh, no, I do like to move. Right. Then we start doing the mini tennis moving warm up. Right. And someone's like, I, I need a break. I didn't think we we're going to move that much. But can I just say, <laughs> You're can like, I just but say, I just need to move. But I, can I just say that I think that, that that's where a mistake is being made too, that um, you need to really not just say I'm about movement and not just whatever, but you need to like, I don't want to say demo it, but I don't know any other way to say it. You need to demo like, this is what I'm expecting. You no, know no, what no, I mean? You, like you, you float left, you float right, listen, you float listen, left, listen, you float right. Listen, <laughs> it's the dis disconnect on the serving. What we started with in the beginning of this episode okay. where some keeps walking to the center mark. The, Be people yeah. have a, Right. An inflated sense of ability. Right. Right. There's they a, overstate their. There's yeah. a giant right. disconnect mm. 
on but this is where how people move hold on how people move how they actually move and their perceived vision of themselves moving but what i but don't you but you're not i i don't think you are processing what i said what what i'm saying is by demonstrating this extreme stuff to them it's not extreme by the way it's the way you play tennis if you really want to do it well <laughs> but i'm saying to them it's extreme they're not expected but by demoing that extreme it what i'm saying is by by demoing that to their face i know i do demo it and they're like i got this okay and then they're throwing up on the side of the court <laughs> within 10 minutes hyperventilating this is pre-covid pre-masks right i don't understand i i, I thought i was in shape from what <laughs> like what were you doing this is an anaerobic sport what are you what are you doing right that, i'm telling you there's a unless and people people be astounded if you came and taught one week with me you would have a complete actually people are not listen there are people what do you think you would, i'm saying you would be astounded january at some 5th teaching no january 5th let's just take january 5th as an arbitrary date but january 5th okay. everybody who works in a athletic club knows the deal right People show up and they're like, <clears throat> yeah, I got this uh, membership and I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to get in the old treadmill. I'm going to go for a six miler. And they're like, really? Do you run? And they're like, do I run? Yeah, listen, I ran in high school. Of course I run. Yeah, I run. No big deal. They get on and within a quarter of a mile, they're experiencing that same thing. Right. So it's, this is not. Those that. are, but these are two different <clears throat> things. That's talking about somebody sticking with it. I'm saying again just like the new coach that's going to change the world there's what you you think you're going to do right and then there's the reality of dealing with people right and what they're not only what their their own perception of what they can do but then their ability to change their ability to stick with it their willingness th yeah. their depth of interest in it right and then as a coach you get four different people with four completely different levels of interest physical ability core processing cores it's really sure really but hard. i but i do think as hard as you're saying it is i do think that there's remedies for it I absolutely think and, I, and i think gotta that, have those conversations you gotta you gotta find out about your people and you gotta have conversations with these people and you gotta get group support behind the whole thing because key. if you don't have group support then you're basically just the the a-hole coach that everybody's like yeah he makes us do that i don't even know you know blah blah but if you leverage group support where you're like look this is this is what we're doing here. If you guys really want to play tennis well, we kind of need to do that. And would you agree that, you know what I mean? Like, and I, people are like, would you agree? Oh my God, what are you doing? No, no, here? no. I think that if you don't do that, then basically you're just pushing everybody like a drill instructor, you know? But, and, but why wouldn't you? Yeah. They're out there. I'm just not sure. I just don't think. I agree I, with you. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that the coaches are given, the new coaches are given these skill sets and they need to be given these skill sets because it's, it's. I think all coaches those, need. Those are soft skill. Those are soft skill sets that they need to have in order to, it'll make it better for everybody. It'll make it better for them. Higher success rate. More people want to come back. You know what I mean? You just. That people are actually happy doing, you know what I mean? Even if they're pushing themselves, you know? I think so. it's interesting that an Arctic scientist came back and said, I'm never doing that again with four people. Right. Because 
nothing got accomplished probably they couldn't agree on everything i'm was- sure it got accomplished but it got accomplished the hard way and i think that was something that she would uh not she doesn't she's she's on a mission to do certain things and accomplish certain things and if you've got strife or conflict among the group or resistance you know then your mission is compromised and you're like well this isn't fun for me now because i'm not achieving what I wanted to achieve. I'm not going where I wanted to go. I'm not getting what I wanted to get from it. And I think that can be applied to tennis. I just rock my brain. Dude, you just rock my body. Group support, group support for level of controlling level of interest in a group. Yeah. To making sure that you have level three, four, and five people that have a, a depth of interest that's a level three, four, five outnumber the person with a level one right. depth of interest in order to propel the class forward and them getting better and, and but also don't support. be but also don't be um surprised that someone who you thought was a level one could actually be a level three four five it's just that they're feeling this incredible anxiety over okay that so asterisk don't give up on somebody that seems to be a level one because it may be right they're they're so psyched up that and and Right, and frustrated with themselves. Right, that they're they're feigning and they're falling back on you know fight or flight, and they're they're fighting and they're saying you know what I'm just going to drag everybody down, and you don't want that. So and that's to emotionally control the class for their own discomfort. Right, they want to take the class over. Right, I just rocked my brain. Again, and I rocked your brain. No, no, you, you rocked no, my you body. Rocked my no, you brain. rocked my body. I'm no, I rocked you. Rocked my body and my brain today. This is this is highly. Uh, effective, uh, a, a highly, um, uh, what, do you, what do I want to say? I, th- I think this altered my thinking on it. I know we keep ending the episode, but it it altered I'm my thinking. To press the red button. No, I know you're stopping the episode. I got it. But <laughs> moving forward, I'm going to really think about, I'm not going to say group support, but I'm going to look right. to. Get- hey, everybody, group support. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Okay, deep breath. Everybody have their Lululemons on? Yes. Okay. Let's go. Group support. Group in, support out. Group in, support out. Group in, support out. Just end the episode now. Please stop. Come on.